Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ramona, you've really been feeling yourself this season. You know what? I'm in a good place. And you know what? Yes, you're right. I, you know what? Yes. That's okay. three you know what's in a row. because you know what? I, four. That's four. <laughs> All right. So I'll tell you what it is. Okay. I've been really working hard on myself. On what aspect of yourself? I, 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 because you just got busted in like nine lies no, earlier in the show. No, physically. Physically. No, because you know what? I'm, I'm 15, 20 years older than all these women. Yeah. Okay. And I think I look the same age, but that's my mind maybe. No, and you look great. You know what? Everything is about being young, 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 and I want to look the best I can possibly can without being cut up. And I'm just, I'm kind of like feeling myself. I'm feeling good. I love these women. So, so happy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Today, we're going to be talking about The Real Housewives of New York, Reunion Part 2. The Roni women always deliver on the laughs. I feel like I was just laughing nonstop this entire reunion episode. It was just so, so funny. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to briefly touch on the other Housewives franchises. First of all, most importantly, I want to say that The Real Housewives of Potomac, truly some of the greatest TV. If you're not watching it, I'm sorry that I'm not recapping it. I apologize that I'm not recapping. I wish I was. Although I sort of don't wish I was, because I like just watching it without taking notes and breathing it all in. But this season, you guys, is phenomenal TV. I've said it before, and I just want to encourage you all, if you just want to hop in this season, you can hop in this season. I mean, some of the best Housewives TV I've ever seen, truly like on the same level as Roni, some of the best. So please tune in. Just start with this season if you don't feel like going back. Although I do encourage everyone to go back, because last season, I mean, there's been some good stuff. Start with season two if you have some time. That's what I would recommend. But, you know, if you could go from season one, episode one, do that. But most importantly, you need to be watching this season. I can't recommend it enough. And they're going after each other on social media. The reunion's going to be amazing. Don't miss it because it's truly phenomenal TV. We also got the Real Houses of Dallas trailer. Dallas is coming back September 4th. I'm so excited about Dallas. I didn't think the trailer was like anything super exciting. Like, I thought it looked fine. Carrie is gone, but there's a new Carrie coming in. So Carrie from last season is going to be just a friend of, but we get a new Carrie. And I don't know, the trailer didn't look super dynamic to me, but I'm confident the Dallas women are always really, really fun. So I'm confident it's going to be really good. So that comes back September 4th. Finally, I want to say the Real Houses of Beverly Hills reunion is also happening right now. They dragged LVP in part one of the reunion. I mean, that opening of just dragging LVP, they played a clip of her talking about Adrian not showing up at the reunion. And uh, I don't know, the reunion was, it was okay. I'm really into the outfits, which I've said a million times, but I don't think they had a whole lot going on to talk about (laughs) without LVP there. And then the Camille stuff is very entertaining, but also doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. At one point in the reunion, they were talking about like Camille's divorce versus Denise's divorce which wasn't even like a storyline on the show. So then it was weird that it was such a focus of the episode of the reunion. It was confusing to me. But 
I don't know, Camille, none of it, none of Camille makes any sense to me. It's like how she's acting seems very bizarre and again, very entertaining. I'm glad she's doing something. She's earning that paycheck at least, but it's very bizarre. I can't wrap my head around anything she's saying. It's like I couldn't even tell if she was shading Denise or not. It was very weird. And then I don't know, Denise wasn't really going after Camille. It just felt like they were trying to make something happen. I don't know, you guys. Beverly Hills, we need something to happen next season. I don't know what it's going to have to be, but we need something. It seems like all the women are getting along, which is great in reality, but I don't want to see that on TV. Note to self. I don't need to see that! Anyway, uh, let's get into this week's episode of The Real House of New York. We open with the Ramona package. Now, I was very excited about this because I wanted to hear about the Ramona lies. We saw so many clips of Ramona lying, that angel ball footage of her lying about the seat next to her with Dorinda. There's all sorts of stuff about Ramona lying. They show the clip package, and it's basically like a whole clip package of Ramona being an asshole. Not only lying, but it's like her being an asshole at the charity event, and her being <laughs> it's just like a bunch of Ramona being an asshole. And then Ramona watches it, and her response was, not a dull moment around me. <laughs> Oh, it made me laugh so much. It's like, they just showed all this awful footage of you, and your response is, not a dull moment around me. Not a dull moment around me. Oh, boy. Then uh, we talk a little bit more about Mario. And look, we've asked Ramona about her situation with Mario a million times. It's not happening. They're not getting back together. They're friends. It's not happening. Although I think we all want it to happen, maybe down the road. But I think for now, we need to put a moratorium on asking Ramona about Mario, because seems like every interview she's being asked about Mario, and every single time she's like, no, we're done. I don't know. She also uh, mentions with Harry, they asked about her kissing Harry, and she's like, well, shit happens. And then, <laughs> this is funny, Andy says, why did you deny it happened? And Ramona says, I never denied it. And then they showed a clip of her denying it. <laughs> that's, why, that's why these re- reunions are so, so good. And let me tell you something about Andy. I don't think Andy's like traditionally a comedian style funny. And that's no shade to him. I'm just saying he's not like punchline kind of funny. But when you get him in these reunions and he does shit like that, he knows what he's doing and he's very funny when he comes to the reunions. He knows what to do and he knows how to make us laugh. And hats off to him. Speaking of the Beverly Hills reunion, that one question he asked where he said, Dorit, he said, Judy from Arkansas wants to know if your gigantic implants get in the way of your mammograms. I lost it. <laughs> so, such a ridiculous question. And my hat's off to Andy for asking it. My hat's off to the producers for pulling that question. My hat's off to everyone involved because it's such a ridiculous question. And when you really think about what we're doing here, we're gathering a group of older women on a stage in cocktail gowns. I mean, in very upscale dresses, insane looks. And we're asking them about a season of TV and then asking them if their implants get in the way of a mammogram. Very inappropriate question. But by God, if I didn't laugh. <laughs> so, so when Andy gets here, I just feel like he knows how to do these reunions so flawlessly. And I don't know what we'll ever do when we lose Andy. Like, not saying that he's going anywhere. I'm just saying if he ever decides he's like over the reunions or something like that. I hope we find someone as shady because it's just um it's just beautiful. So anyway, Andy says to her, "You denied that that happened." And th- so then they show the clip package of her denying it, and then Ramona's response is, "Well, my mind's not so ageless anymore." First of all, love the shout out to Ageless by Ramona. 
I just finished my bottle of Ageless by Ramona. And I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I need to order another one. I liked it. I'm not proud of the fact that I liked it, but I think I need to order another package of Ageless by Ramona. Anyway, Ramona blames the lies on dementia. And I thought to myself, are we going to see Ramona in 20 years? I hope so. I hope so. My fingers are crossed. But are we going to be seeing these women like deal with more and more aging? Because as of this point, I'd say like Ramona, LVP, Vicky, they're the oldest housewives we have, I think, right? Karen on Potomac, I think they're statistically the oldest ones we have, right? So I wonder, Vicky's already demoted. Are we going to start losing our older housewives? LVP's gone. I don't want to lose the older housewives. I prefer an older housewife. I don't want to see them throwing in a 30-year-old woman. Because to me, that's not as interesting. I would love to see Ramona reaching her 70s, her 80s, and beyond. That's what I want from this. So I hope that we do see that. My fingers are crossed. So then we talk a little bit about Ramona and her birthday party. She said it was personal. She didn't want it filmed. She said if she would have invited the other women, they would have had to film it. Then she says, I can't break the third world or the third line. That's Ramona's exact words. She says, I can't break the third world or the third line. Now, what she means is, what she means is she can't break the fourth wall. Wanted my birthday to be personal for me and not to be filmed. Normally, I invite all the girls. If I invited them, then we'd have to film it. And I didn't want to film this year for personal reasons. Oh, your reality. She lied about it. Oh, I'm your reality. Because I can't break the third world on uh, the third line on TV. The fourth wall. Fourth wall. I can't tell Lucia I don't want to film. That's why I can't invite the girls. She got her numbers mixed up. I'm not sure if this is her non-ageless mind going on again. (laughs) She said the third line. She said, I couldn't tell Lucia. She didn't want to break that third line. She didn't want to break the third world. And this was interesting to me because Andy said to her, you're on a reality show. Tinsley said, you posted all the pictures and videos to your Insta stories. So if you wanted it private, why'd you plaster it all over social media? And we've seen this happen with Ramona at reunions before. Do you remember when she broke up with Mario and Andy was asking her at the reunion and she said, I don't want to talk about this, Andy. She said, I want this shut down. I want this shut down now. That's what she said. And Andy, you could tell, he was like, well, you're on a reality show. We have to ask you about it. And so to me, this is bold of Ramona to be doing this again. She seems to have done it a bunch of times, and it's not a smart move in a reality TV playbook. Now, Ramona's been on the show for years, so I think she's safe. But if any other housewife were to do this, I feel like producers, Andy, they would all be like, okay, you're done. If you're going to break the fourth wall at the reunion, and you're going to openly admit to the fact that you don't want to share something on camera, then what are we doing here? It's a very bold move on Ramona's part, and she's seemingly confident in her status as a housewife, despite the fact that she's on the edge of the couch, which we know means, typically, uh, when you're on that corner of the couch, that your job's not so safe. So I don't know. It was bold of Ramona. Bold, bold, bold. I want to take a little detour here. Now, a few weeks on the show, I told you guys about a time that I was on the brim. I was losing it a little bit. I was having a bit of a breakdown. And so I called my mother for some comfort and support. I was truly losing it. I called her on her cell phone and she happened to be at the grocery store while I was losing it. And I was trying to explain my situation and she was ordering Genoa salami and it truly just made things worse. But I often call my mother in times of distress or excitement. So I wanted to share just a story. The other day... 
I had called my mom because I had gotten some very exciting business news. I'd been waiting on a contract, which was it's not a big deal to anyone else, but to me, it was like a big deal at the time, and I wanted to share it with someone. So I called my mom, super, super excited. I called her cell phone, and I was just so excited to tell someone about this, and she was the first person I thought of. So I called her on the phone. She answers her cell phone, and I'm like, Mom, I'm just really excited. I have some really good news. I wanted to share it with someone. And she says, oh my gosh, what's the good news? I'm so excited. And I said, well, and she goes, hold on, Dan. Oh my gosh, that bold ass woodpecker's back at the window. Dan, hold on a second, that woodpecker. Gary, Gary, that bold ass woodpecker's back at the window. I can't hear it anymore. I'm losing it. Gary, you need to go outside and take care of that woodpecker. I thought we got rid of that bold ass woodpecker. I said, Mom, do you want me to let you go? You know, if now's not a good time, I call you. No, Dan, it's fine. This woodpecker, though, it won't leave me alone. I'm losing it, Dan. The woodpecker comes to the window every second, and I can't hear it anymore. I'm sick of it. But, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm focused. Tell me about your good news. My big hot shot Hollywood son, tell me about your big news. So I said, well, you know, I just found out. Hold on, Dan. The home phone's ringing. Hold on a second. Hold on. Someone's calling on the home phone. Hello? Yeah, Joe? Joanne? Yeah, I'm on the phone with Danny. Can I call you back? Okay, I'll call you right back. Hey, Joanne, before I let you go, you know who's back? No, not the duck squirrel. No, not the slinky cat. No, the bold-ass woodpecker. It's back at the window. I'm going to have to start charging it rent. It's here every second. I can't get rid of it. You know what? I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Dan's got some news. Let me talk to him, and I'll call you back. Hello, Dan. I'm sorry. That was your Aunt Joanne. Your Aunt Joanne, I had to tell her about that bold-ass woodpecker. Just wouldn't leave us alone. Those critters, I'm telling you, the critters, they better start paying the mortgage here because they're around every second. We had a duck squirrel, a slinky cat that's been coming around. Your Aunt Joanne's got critters too. She has a smiley raccoon. She said the raccoon's always smiling in the yard. She's got a smiley raccoon in that yard. And you know what it's smiling about? It's because it doesn't have to pay rent. They get to live willy-nilly free here. They get to not pay any rent. Gary, you know what? Spray some Windex on the window to get the woodpecker out. Or ask it for a rent check, because you know what? These woodpeckers need to pay up. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the critters taking over. You know, Debbie next door, she feeds the critters. She's got a bird feeder, and I saw her put a plate out of food. She put a plate out of leftovers. I don't know she's attracted. The animals still come to my yard. They don't come to her yard. All the critters come to my yard. I got the duck squirrel, the slinky cat. I got the woodpecker, the bold-ass woodpeckers coming here. Debbie feeds them, and they're not even coming to her yard. They're coming to my yard. Imagine if I started feeding the critters here. Do you imagine if I put out a plate of my potato salad? They'd all be in the yard. Everyone loves my potato salad. Boy, do they love my potato salad. I'm sorry, Dan. What was your big hotshot news? Hold on. Hold on. Gary. Gary, you're at the wrong window. Gary, your father's at the wrong window. I got to go out there and tell him, Dan. I got to go tell He's spraying the wrong window. He's just, I mean, he's cleaning the windows. I mean, God bless him for that. At least I get him to do, clean a window once in a while. But I need him to get rid of that woodpecker. It's driving me insane. You know, I can't stop thinking about the woodpecker. The other day I was writing a check and I almost wrote it out to woodpecker. I can't get it out of my head. That bold ass woodpecker thinks he just owns the joint. He owns the joint. These critters, I'm telling you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? These critters acting like they own the joint. I'm going to have to go tell your father which window it is. He doesn't, he's spraying the wrong ass window. Okay, Dan, you know what? I'll have to hear about your big hot shot Hollywood news later. I can't do it right now. I got to get rid of this woodpecker, but congratulations. Love you. <laughs> what a frustrating conversation. She uh, never is available to chat. She's always got a hundred phone calls coming in, always from my Aunt Joanne or my Aunt Sue. Like, everyone's calling. 
Boy, but she's so pissed at that bold-ass woodpecker. My mom was just losing it over the woodpecker. I swear, that's what's going on in my mom, Linda Pellegrino's life. She's losing over that woodpecker there. She kept calling it a bold-ass woodpecker. <laughs> she said it was bold. <laughs> that bold-ass woodpecker. And she told me all about the deck squirrel, the slinky cat. I guess there's a cat that comes in in the uh, backyard that she sees all the time. Somebody's neighbor's cat. Oh, my God. She hates those critters. She told, she told me they literally should start paying the rent. Anyway, my mom, <laughs> the word bold reminded me of that. But Ramona's bold. Back to the Reality of New York. Well, Ramona's being very bold by not sharing everything on reality TV and saying that she actively wants to not share things on reality TV. That's interesting to me. That's interesting to me. Now, Ramona then said that she's actually scared of Bethany. So Andy asked about Bethany, and Ramona said she's scared of her. She said she's never going to know if she's going to get her eyes scratched out because she's so scared of Bethany. And I would be scared of B too. I would be very scared of her. I feel like she's tricky to navigate. You never know what you're going to get with her. You never know. And anyway, then they talk about that Dennis comment. So Ramona had said that very inappropriate comment about Dennis. And Ramona says she wishes she could take it back. She apologized profusely. She's very upset that she said that thing about Dennis on camera. And then Ramona says, I'm surprised Bravo even showed it. Again, very bold. Anyway, all this Ramona talk, she just basically cops to it all. And she says, you know, I wish I could be better. I'm working on myself or something like that. And Andy says, well, you know, you've said that for 11 seasons now, and you never seem to learn. And then they show a clip package of Ramona at various reunions throughout the years. I'm trying. I know, but you've said, I mean, we've done this like 11 times. It can be very outspoken, but of course, that's the most fun to watch. You look like a bully when you jump on her. Okay. That's my personality, but with the way I am, I should not expect other people to be that way, and actually, that's not good. It's not (laughs) great that I disappointed you, because I know how hard it is for you to get close to women. If you came across hurtful to her, I just had diary of the mouth. Watching myself, I'm like... Is that really me? Like, I don't even know if I'd want to be friends with myself. So she's working on herself. And by God, these editors, the editors this week at this reunion were just so good. Five stars. (laughs) Totally trolling Ramona. And I loved it. I loved it. And I want Bethany and Ramona to be besties. That's what I've decided. I don't like when Bethany and Ramona are fighting. I don't think I do. I've been thinking about it all season. I'm like, do I like it better when they fight or when they're friends? And I think I want them to be fully friends next season. I want them to team up. I want them to team up. So Andy ends the Ramona package by saying, I want to talk about your charity work. Here's another Andy shift that we need to tip our hats to because it was fantastic comedic work. (laughs) I need to talk about your charity work. And then they show the clip package of Dorinda, Ramona, and Sonia at that charity event with Birdie and Bridie, Birdie. And that footage still is so shocking to me. Dorinda was drunk. Friend of the family. Friend of the family. They showed that footage. And then Andy says, I think Andy's going to come back from that footage and say, Ramona, Dorinda, Sonia, like, why did you act like that? That's what I'm expecting. And then you know what Andy does? He turns to Luann and says, Luann, you wrote the book on etiquette. <laughs> Luann wrote the book on etiquette, but she's also assaulted a police officer and she's in, you know, she's a bit of a mess. I don't know if we should still be taking etiquette tips from Luann, but Andy. Shady motherfucker turns to Luann and says, Luann, you wrote the book on etiquette. What do you think of this? And then Luann says, I was, I was horrified. And then Dorinda responds with, shut up, Luann. <laughs> Dorinda just made up with Luann last week. She says, shut up, Luann. Oh my God, it was so shady of Andy, and it was so funny of Dorinda. Shut up, Luann. <laughs> 
And then Dorinda started doing an impression of Luann at one point, and all hell was breaking loose. Dorinda did this impression of Luann, and it was the lowest tone. It was the lowest voice. It was so funny. I would love to see more of Dorinda's impression of Luann. So, so good. Oh, I'm making me laugh. And then then we start doing a Tinsley package. Now, Tinsley's package is all about the dog, Scott, and her dresses, and how she spends too much money, money that she seemingly, no one's sure of where she gets it from. So we come back from Tinsley's package, and Andy says, you know, we want to talk about where you get the money. All the other women are alleging that Scott pays for stuff. What's going on? And Tinsley says, I come up from a place where we don't talk about money. Tinsley admits that she was privileged, but she says she doesn't talk about money. She doesn't want to talk about it. Then she says, I work for my money. And as she's saying she works for her money, Bethany gives her a face that was Emmy-worthy. It was just Bethany's face this whole reunion, the whole part one, part two. Bethany's facial expressions are truly Emmy-worthy. She knows that a camera's on her. She's doing fantastic work, and I bravo to Bethany. But then uh, Bethany says, you don't even live in New York. Dorinda says, you moved out in January, she says to Tinsley. I sent flowers to your old place, and they were returned or not delivered because you don't live there. So what's the truth? So what is the truth? They say Tinsley moved to Palm Beach. I actually agree. I think that Tinsley doesn't live there. I think that she maybe rents out a place for the season. And she comes on the show, and then she moves back to Palm Beach. And I feel like she's trying to bamboozle all of us. And I'm not saying that Tinsley needs to be off the show, but I do think that she's lying to all of us. I don't know that as a fact. That's what I believe in my heart. And I think that she's trying to bamboozle us, and she's setting up shop in New York, filming a season, and then she's going back to Palm Beach, and the women are calling her out on that. They all are saying it in different ways. Some of them are outright saying, like, you don't live here. Uh, and then Dorinda even is saying, like, I just want to get to know you more. And that made me happy. Dorinda is saying, I want to know you better. And that's what I like so much, again, about The Real Houses of New York, is that they're all friends off camera. And Dorinda is saying that on camera, like, we don't know you that well. We need to get to know you better. And I want them to all be friends. And I want Tinsley to be integrated more into this group. It's been a couple seasons now. And we need Tinsley to be very tight with these women. I don't know if any of you guys saw Carol was on the Jenny McCarthy show, and Carol said that basically her and Tinsley weren't friends. She said that producers tried to make them film together a bunch because Carol set up Scott with Tinsley. So producers thought that was a good storyline. And then Carol alleges that the other women didn't want to film as much with Tinsley. And so she just did based off of that because no one else wanted to. And then producers started setting them up even more. So then producers like made Carol and Tinsley room together in the Berkshires and all sorts of stuff. It's very interesting interview. I encourage everyone to watch it. It's on YouTube. The first half of it is all about uh, that JFK documentary that Carol's producing. And then she talks about housewife stuff. And some of the housewives tea she gave was very interesting. I encourage everyone to watch it. So anyway, uh, they start asking at the reunion about Tinsley's arrangement with Scott. And Andy says, what kind of arrangement do you all think that she has with Scott? And Sonia says, a damn good one. And Sonia's just been so funny this season. Sonia's really delivering on the laughs. (laughs) I love Sonia so much. And Tinsley reveals that when she was arrested in Palm Beach, she started to get less money from the family. She started to get less of her inheritance or whatever her weekly, I don't know, she gets like a weekly or monthly stipend for being in that family. And she apparently started getting less after the arrest. And then when they saw that she had her life together, they started giving her more. 
first of all, I would like this arrangement. I would like somebody to start giving me money. And when I'm a mess, you could start taking it away. But when I start making better choices, give me more money. I feel like that we should all get money for making good choices. We should all be on someone's payroll aside from our jobs, right? Like, I think that it's great that we all get money from our gigs, but it would be great if we just got maybe a government stipend. And when we're a mess, just in general, like Tinsley was, then the government or whoever could stop giving us so much money and call it the Tinsley tax. I don't know. I'm spitballing. And then when we get our shit together, give us more money. I think that sounds like a great plan. And I would like one of the candidates in the upcoming election to make that a platform. I don't know who's who's going to do it. Elizabeth Warren, get on that. <laughs> Kamala, if you're listening, give me a call. I got some ideas. And I would like to see it happen. And when Tinsley explains about the money situation, about getting less money after being arrested, Sonia and everyone says like, oh, this makes sense. We wish you would have just told us that. I don't know why Tinsley never told him. Even off camera, it seems like this is the first time anyone's hearing of this. But you could tell Tinsley's uncomfortable talking about money. And then Tinsley reveals that she went on a trip with Scott after breaking up and they slept in the same bed. And everyone starts talking about it. Everyone's like arguing over Tinsley without Tinsley even talking. Like Tinsley's just sitting back. She reveals this fact. And then the rest of the women just argue about Tinsley. And I wanted Tinsley to step up and say, look, the reason I do this is because it's what I fucking want to do. That's all she has to say. But Tinsley, I don't know why she can't just say, like, I'm living my life the way I fucking want to live it. She seems uncomfortable saying that, and I need Tinsley to speak up a little more. There was one point in the reunion where Bethany was saying that Tinsley sets women back. And let me just say, I don't think Tinsley sets women back. I think she comes from a different place than Bethany. And Andy even said, you know, she's a Southern woman. You're all New Yorkers. You were raised differently. Andy says she was raised in a very wealthy family in the South. And Bethany and Andy actually argue about it. And Look, I think it's true. I think Bethany was raised very hard, and Tinsley was not. I think Tinsley was raised with kid gloves, and so they're completely different upbringings. And I don't think Tinsley really sets women back. Like, I don't like, I mean, the naming your company Skinny Girl kind of sets women back, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> not that I don't love the company. I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate here. I'm saying maybe Skinny Girl's not the most feminist name of a corporation that I can think of. I love my Bethany, you guys. I love her. I'm not, I'm just, no shade. Maybe a little shade. Just saying, maybe it's a little hypocritical to say Tinsley sets women back when your company's named Skinny Girl. Anyway, now it's neither here nor there. The point is, I just ordered some more Skinny Girl K-Cups, so you know I love the company. Anyway, I don't think she set women back. I don't think she did. Then we talk about the freezing of the dog. Andy says, anything you want to explain about the freezing and defrosting of the dog, which is so, <laughs> so funny. And this is when Bethany really shines. I think Bethany really shined during this moment because Bethany was trying to hold that laughter. She wanted to laugh so, so bad. She said to Dorinda next to her, she said, this has to stop. She says, I can't. I'm going to laugh. And first of all, I want to say those church giggles are some of the best. That's the best feeling in the world. Better than sex, better than anything. I think when you have those church giggles and you know you're not supposed to laugh, but you and you're trying to hold it back, give me that over anything. I think it's the greatest feeling of all time. And Bethany had that right there, and it was so fun to watch her try to hold it in. She didn't want to laugh about the dead dog, but she did want to laugh that it was in the freezer and that Tinsley called the 911. <laughs> she called 911 about it. Ah, oh, you guys, it was so funny watching Bethany. So, so funny. And then Andy, shady-ass Andy. Again, Andy shining this reunion. He turned to Bethany, and he was trying so hard to make her laugh. 
I'm trying to control it, it, myself. It was helpful to you. And it was really hard for me to see things like these weird, awkward comments. Well, we didn't mean to make fun of your loss with Bambi. We know no, that. We're making no, fun. We never understand. understand. No, she was saying, I think no one was making fun. I can't believe that no one's ever heard of that. No one was making fun. I don't think anybody's ever heard of it. That's why they were probably just like, they had their moment with the dog, and now the dog's screaming. He's in Palm Beach. He wanted... He looked right in Bethany's eyes and said something about Tinsley's dog in the freezer. And he knew that it was trying to get Bethany to laugh. And I loved it. I loved how shady it was. It was brilliant TV. And then we cut to commercial. But right before we cut to commercial, Ramona gets up to pee. She's leaving the stage to pee. And look, the whole show was just making me laugh. I was finding so many laughs this episode. Then we see a package after the commercial break of their ticks. Some of their ticks, Dorinda is saying, When she walks into a scene, she goes, ooh, ooh, oh, oh. (laughs) Something I never noticed. We see Ramona talking about how hot she is. Sonia, her tick throughout the season was talking about her farting. That's right. She's talking about her farting. Sonia loves to talk about her farting. Even at the reunion stage, she said, hey guys, I had a couple pieces of chocolate. I'm probably going to fart here on the stage. And... (laughs) I was waiting for a mic to pick it up and just go, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like it was going to happen. But then we see uh, in that clip package, we see that Bethany always orders for other people. Tinsley drinks a lot of Pinot Grigio, which I never noticed before. Tinsley's trying to become the new queen of Pinot Grigio. And then uh, the clip package also shows Luann saying cabaret a million goddamn times. So there you go. And after they show it, Ramona just says, we're all fun. Ramona's so pleased with herself for this reunion, even though the footage says otherwise. Ramona's just like, you know what? We're fun. That's it. We're fun. We're all fun. Ramona also said that the new Millennium's drink is called a hard rock. She said, it's for Millennium's, not Millennials. She says, Millennium's. (laughs) I love her because another housewife, that would be like a written line. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else would go into a reunion and say, I'm going to say it's a Millennium's drink, not Ramona. She just naturally is saying it's a millennium's drink, and that's why she's so, so good. Did you see that interview with Ramona where she said that vodka is what keeps her looking so young? I don't know where it was. There was an interview somewhere where Ramona claimed that vodka's the secret to her youth. (laughs) Ah, I love her. You know what? This seems like a good place to take a break, so let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about this Real Hustles in New York reunion, part two. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. 
so that clip package we saw of all their tics, we did see Ramona talking a lot about her body and how much she likes her body. And Ramona comes back from that clip package and she says, I've been really working hard on myself. And Andy, again with an LOL, he says, on what aspect? We just showed a package (laughs) of you being a fucking mess and not learning. And then Ramona says, well, physically, physically, like physically, Ramona's really working on herself. And I think we need to give her props for her physicality. But also maybe Ramona should spend a little bit of the time that she works on her physical appearance and maybe take it in and work on her rest of her, you know, the insides. That's maybe my uh, advice. But who do do I know? I'm not a professional. That would be my advice. We also talk about that unseen uh, deleted footage of Ramona and Tinsley arguing. And I wish they would have shown that in the episode. I don't know why they didn't show it, but I think a lot of us saw it online. If you haven't seen it, go to the YouTubes or bravotv.com. Check it out. There's a deleted scene from the Miami trip of Tinsley and Ramona arguing. And they talked a little bit about it at the reunion. God, I hope we get one of those episodes of the shit they should have shown. They haven't been doing that much. And I like those episodes. You know, those episodes after the reunions where it's like, the unseen footage or whatever. That's what I need. They stopped doing those, Bravo. Where are they? We could put that uh, clip of Ramona and Tinsley arguing in there. Plenty of stuff to put in there. Let's get a episode going. It's not too late. I like any of the footage I could get. You know, one of my all-time favorite clips of The Real House of Beverly Hills is from one of those episodes that's like the unseen footage. And it's the clip of Kim Richards putting the, um, the deodorizer in her mouth. My friend asked me the other day, do you have any breast spray? So I give it to him and he goes, is this a sick joke? This is air deodorizer. Put it in his mouth? I've been using it in my mouth for a week. Kim. After a week, nobody complained about my breath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was from an unseen footage episode. So let me just say that we need those episodes. We need to unearth that footage. It's important. So then they talk about that deleted scene, though, where Ramona was saying that Tinsley's puts on too much makeup. And Tinsley says on the reunion stage, she says, you sleep with your boobs, I sleep with my lashes, leave me alone. And then everyone clapped. It was a great moment for Tins. Very proud of her. And then they showed a flashback of Ramona walking out of a reunion because of Alex's nude photos. And let me just say, they're really respecting the herstory on this episode of the reunion. Some might complain and say that they're showing too many flashbacks. And some might say that they don't have enough current footage, so they're showing a lot of flashbacks to reunions past. But I actually say I'm enjoying it. I feel like they're respecting the reunion history, particularly when it comes to Ramona. And they're showing us all these flashbacks, and I love them. I love them, love them, love them. Although I do hope it's not like some sort of send-off, because I feel like they're really focusing on Ramona's flashbacks. And I would be devastated if it's like some sort of ploy to be a send-off for Ramona. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is or that I've even heard that. I'm just saying, I hope that's not what it is. I can't handle that. Then we cut to uh, Luann's clip package. We see in Luann's clip package, Anne, remember Anne? What happened to Anne? She go back to the 90s? What happened? She get in that time machine? I said it seemed like Anne was a time traveler because she looked like she was straight out of the 91 Ladies Home Journal. And it turns out that Anne never appeared again, so maybe she went back in time to the 90s. She went back to 92. And that's what happened to Anne, because it seemed at the beginning of the season we were going to get more Anne. She was at the soup kitchen with Lou. She was at the clam bake. And then all of a sudden, Anne disappeared. And I believe that she got into that DeLorean. She went back to a cover shoot for the Ladies Hood Journal. Then, uh, let's see, we talk about Luann slipping on Easter Day. So apparently, she has to take a breathalyzer three times a day. 
and she was at brunch or I think it was brunch or breakfast or something after a show, the day, maybe the morning after, I don't remember the details, but she had some mimosas and apparently she thought she would be able to do a breathalyzer and not get caught. And I'm confused a little bit about this because it's all very, I, I don't want to like question Lou's sobriety, but it seems a little confusing to me. And then at one point, Lou said she has three more months. And I saw this interview with, I believe it was the Build series on YouTube. And it was Luann and Sonia being interviewed. And they made it seem like Luann was going to start drinking again. I don't know if anyone's watched this. But they asked a little bit about her drinking. And Sonia even sort of says in the interview next to Luann, she, this is not a three-union, this is on the Build series interview. But it seemed to me like they were both implying that Luann's going to start drinking again, or that she never had a serious problem with drinking. And I think Sonia said something like, it was just the time in her life, that was a rough time in her life. And so it wasn't necessarily the drinking, it was just everything combined with the drinking. And I don't know, it's very confusing to me, and I hope that she's she's good. Bethany said at the reunion stage, you don't take your sobriety that seriously. And Bethany says they've all heard stories about her drinking. And Luann says to Bethany in the moment, she says, what you say can be held against me. And I think this is Luann saying, please don't say that I've drank. Please, please, please keep your mouth shut. But I could tell that Lou was lying. I hate to call her up, but it seemed like Lou was lying. Everything she was saying seemed like a lie to me. And I don't know, it seems to me still, after all these years, after all the footage, it still seems to me a bit like Luann isn't taking responsibility for what happened. She assaulted a police officer, and it still seems like she brushes it off a little bit. And maybe that's irresponsible of me to say, but that's what I see when I look at Luann and it just feels that way to me. It feels a little bit icky. And the entire season I've been saying that, and it seems even at this reunion stage, with the relapse that she had with the mimosas, I don't know. I don't know. She says she was on a highway to hell. She says that whole time period in her life, when she got the arrest, it was a highway to hell. She says that she stayed 21 days, but Bethany says she didn't even stay 21 days in the rehab facility. And then also, in another outside interview, Luann been interviewed by People Now, I believe. And Luann said that Bravo paid for the rehab facility, not Bethany. She said Bethany helped her to get the rehab facility, but Bravo paid for it. That's what she said for People Now. And I thought that was interesting. So that leads me to believe that Bethany was the one who orchestrated with Bravo to pay for it. And I believe, don't know this to be true, but I believe that they probably forced her to go to the rehab so that they could save face and have her on the next season. Because if she got arrested for assaulting a police officer, it would be bad optics if they had her on the next season and she wasn't. But then it was revealed that she didn't even stay, so maybe that's completely wrong. She says she stayed 21 days, though, and Bethany's like, no, fuck no, you didn't. She said she left because she wanted to get on stage, because that's her therapy. And let me tell you something, that's not therapy, Luann. (laughs) That is stage. Stage might be great for the endorphins, but it's not therapy. And it worries me. Andy had asked, he said, the big concern is that you're working in an environment that's not conducive to sobriety. And I agree with that. Other people have questioned it. I'm happy that Luann's performing, and I think it's great, and we're all going to see it. I just think maybe it's not the best thing, but what do I know? Again, I'm not a professional. So you know, Luann is hopefully seeing professionals. She said at one point she's seeing someone about her manic episode. And so I hope that she's continuing to see a professional. And they're obviously going to tell her what's best, and hopefully they're guiding her and guiding her in the right way. 
So it's always good to see someone. I think everyone should see a therapist. I truly believe therapy is the number one thing that everyone should be doing. So fantastic. If you're going through a rough patch, see a therapist. It's good, good, good. Anyway, uh, then Ramona sort of speaks up about the sobriety thing. And then Luanne says, don't talk to me, Miss Pino Grigio. Don't talk to me, Miss Pino Grigio. <laughs> Ramona says, I believe you're still drinking on the side. I think you are. And we end on that accusation. What an accusation to end on. I loved this episode of The Reunion. I think this is so funny. And then we did get some drama. We got more information about the relapse. I felt like this reunion episode was better than the last. That was my opinion. But next week, we get Barbara coming out. Barbara saying, you're not Adele. And then we also get Luann actually physically kissing Bethany's ass. That's the episode. I loved it. I want to encourage everyone to go listen to my episode of Southern Charm Recap and the DJ James Kennedy interview is on the second half of that episode from yesterday. Uh, it was a wild ride, and I did my best, so I hope everyone... <laughs> you know, it's always interesting having the Vanderpump Rules kids on the show, because they're so divisive. No matter who I have on, I get very aggressive messages about people that hate it or love it, and I, it's just amazing. They're the most divisive cast. When I have Housewives on, some Housewives, you know, people like more than others, but the Vanderpump Rules kids, I swear to you, it's people hate, and not just hate a little bit, they like hate the ones that they hate, and then they love the ones that they love. So, I don't know. Check it out. I try to have them all on. I do my best to get them all on. What else? Oh, I do want to say, this is just a random shout-out. My friend Amanda Salas, she's recently been diagnosed with cancer, and she's been sharing her journey on social media. And this has nothing to do with Housewives, and I didn't even tell her I was doing this, so hopefully she doesn't mind that I'm sharing this. But she's a reporter, and you guys have maybe seen her on TV. She's done a lot of different shows, but she's a reporter, and her name is Amanda Salas, S-A-L-A-S. Check her out on Instagram. She's sharing her journey with cancer, and she's being so brave. I think it's so amazing when somebody's sharing their story, especially about something like that, which is super intense and very personal and emotional. And she's been sharing on her Instagram and on her stories and all of that. And I just think um, it's just amazing to see. And I think it's so helpful to anyone who's maybe going through chemotherapy or experiencing that with someone else. I think all of us are affected by cancer in some way or another, whether it's <clears throat> excuse me, someone we know or ourselves. And I tend to think when we go through a really dark time, it's helpful to know that somebody else goes through a similar dark time. And so I just thought maybe somebody else is dealing with that with themselves or another person. And it might be inspiring or helpful to see somebody else that's going through it so courageously. And And I do send out my love to anyone, to her and anyone else who's who's experiencing that. I lost my uh, grandmother years ago to cancer, but I know it can be just such a tough thing, a dark thing. And anyone who's willing to share it, I just think, wow, amazing, 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 amazing. So check her out. Uh, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic and donate $4 or more per month. If you donate $4 more per month, you get the bonus episodes one a month. More importantly, the money helps to support the show. So thank you all so much who are over there. And I'm sorry to say it every single episode, but I got to do it. I got to make the money. Got to make the money. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> uh, also, if you want one of those t-shirts, go to everythingiconic.threadless.com. All of the information's in the episode description. I'm on Cameo, cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. I usually turn it off on the weekends, but please just allow a few days if you if you do one of those. So I love you all so, so much for listening. We should do a little cool down. So let's do a little cool down. Let's take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. Hold it and think about your 
a mother or a motherly figure in your life, breathe out. Oh, I told you a story about calling my mother. I love my mother, and I love chatting with her, even though sometimes it's frustrating. I love chatting with her. She's one of my favorite people of all time. So just want to encourage you to call your mother, text your mother after you're done listening here, or a motherly figure in your life. If your mom's not around, call your grandmother, a friend who's a little bit maternal, just someone who you think of when you think of maternal. Give them a call. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're thinking about them. I love you all so much for listening. Have a great day. Be kind to one another and uh, enjoy the weekend. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.